Brethren, we have met to worship and adore the Lord our God. Will you pray with all your power while we try to preach the word? All his vain unless the Spirit of the Holy One comes down. Brethren, pray and holy. I. Hello and welcome to Preaching Time. My name is Brother Robert Reynolds. I'm from Good Fight Baptist Ministries in Lipa City, Batangas, Philippines. Thank you so very much for taking the time to uh, to be with me this afternoon to uh, to hear this message that I have for you. And I pray that uh, it's a blessing and a help to you. pray that uh, it helps you to rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. Alright, so uh, what I'm going to do uh, this afternoon is uh, I'm going to preach on time past versus now. Time past versus now. And uh, we'll use uh, Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 to 10 as our text verses. But before we do that, uh, let me go ahead and uh, play a song, uh, a hymn, uh, that's entitled, It Is Well With My Soul. And uh, it's played uh, by Brother John Varney, who's, uh, whose dad is a missionary here in the Philippines. Amen? Alright, so... Let's go ahead and uh, let's let's play this hymn and uh, pray it's a blessing to you.
Amen. Praise God. You, you know, um, no matter what we go through in this life, you know, um, we we are we are called not only to believe on Christ's name, but we are called to suffer for Him. For his sake. You know, and so mark her down, we will suffer. But what we need to do, what we should do, is say, Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say. It is well, it is well with my soul. My friends, whatever you go through in this life, no matter how hard the ministry gets for you, no matter how hard life gets for you, Never, ever, ever quit running your race. Amen? Because one day, we are going to be at the finish line. And we will see Jesus face to face. And we will be like Him. We will be with Him forever and ever and ever. Praise God. So keep going and never quit running your race. And if we see our brothers or sisters in Christ fall, let's, let's, uh, let's not be uh, like, uh, like David. When he, he tried to cover up his sin. And he left uh, Uriah in the hottest battle. Left him there all alone. And Uriah was killed. Let's not be like David. Let's be there for our brothers and sisters in Christ and help them back up and help them to the finish line. Amen? Amen. So now let's go ahead and um, let's get into uh, the preaching this afternoon uh, on uh, time past versus now. So let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 to 10. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 1 to 10. Starting in verse 1, the King James Bible says, And by the way, if you have anything other than a King James Bible 
You do not have the true word of God in English. Stick with the King James, my friends. It's God's holy word to the English-speaking people. Amen? So, starting in verse 1, the King James Bible says this, And you hath he quickened, meaning made alive. That's what quickened means, made alive. Who were dead in trespasses and sins. Wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Verse 7 That in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is the gift of God, not of works lest any man should boast. And then verse 10, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God hath before ordained, that we should walk in them. So when a person gets saved, there are some things that God does for that believer. There are some things that happen to that believer. Alright, so let's examine some of those uh, by taking a look at the difference between a lost, unsaved person and a saved person. Alright, so first of all, before we get started with that, let me give you a little bit of a background of the book of Ephesians. Alright, Paul wrote... The Apostle Paul wrote Ephesians. Right? Um, he wrote Romans to Philemon. Okay? And uh, he is our Apostle. He is the uh, Apostle to the Gentiles. And according to 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, I believe, uh, we are to follow Paul as he follows Christ. You say, well, I, I don't follow no man. I follow Christ. But we follow Christ, my friends, by following the Apostle Paul. 
Alright, he is he is our apostle. Amen. Alright, so um Ephesians was written by Paul after the Acts period. Okay, the rest of Paul's Acts um, post Acts epistles uh, include Philippians, Colossians, first and second Timothy, Titus, and Philemon. Uh, in this book or in these books there is no mention, no mention of sign gifts, no mention of Israel, no mention of going to the Jew first. Now, for the book, the books of Romans, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, and even some will include Hebrews. Uh, there are uh, mentions of sign gifts, Israel going to the Jew first. Alright, but they are still for the body of Christ, the church today. Um, but with Hebrews, you have to uh, you have to rightly divide it. There are some things because because notice the title Hebrews. There are some things that uh, are most things are written to the Hebrews, but there are some things in Hebrews that can be used for the church. All right. So in Ephesians, there's no longer going to the Jew first, and there's no mention of Israel, no sign gifts, as I have said. Okay, so Ephesians has 155 verses, 3,039 words, and written to the saints at Ephesus. Alright, so, number one, in time past we were dead in trespasses and sins, but now quickened with Christ. Ephesians 2 verse 1 and 2 verse 5. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Now, Genesis 1.27 says that God made man in his image. Uh, you see, we, we are made up of body, which is our house, soul, that's your inner thoughts, intents, and feelings, and spirit which your spirit has the seven spirits of God. Okay, look at Isaiah 11 verse 2. I'll show you those uh, seven spirits of God. Isaiah chapter 11. Verse 2. And let's start in verse 1. 
And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Notice branch is capitalized. That's Christ. And then verse 2, here are the seven spirits of God. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. Okay, so remember that that God is a trinity, the Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And so we are a trinity also. As I said, body, soul, and spirit. Now, here is the problem. When Adam ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, he died spiritually that day. And so now, now he is two thirds man. He's incomplete. And so Adam's sin is imputed to everyone after him. And most believe that that uh, each person is born in the image of God, but that is not true. Adam was until he sinned and then he lost the image of God. Now everyone after Adam is born in the image of Adam with a dead spirit. Two-thirds man. Incomplete. And that is why Christ told Nicodemus in John chapter 3, Ye must be born again. That spirit in you, that dead spirit needs to be made alive again. And you hath he quickened, made alive, who are dead in trespasses and sins. So an unsaved person's spirit is dead until they are born again because an unsaved person's spirit is dead they care about no other way of thinking but fleshly thinking now um, I'll show you something real quick go to uh, Genesis chapter 5 Talking about born in the image of Adam. Genesis chapter 5. Verses 1 to 3. 
This is the book of the generations of Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam. That's Mr. and Mrs. Adam. In the day when they were created. Now pay attention to verse 3. And Adam lived an hundred and thirty years. And begat a son in his own likeness. After his image. And called his name Seth. So you see that there? So a person is either in Adam, unsaved, or in Christ, saved. There is no in-between. So an unsaved person, uh, they only have one way of thinking, and that is fleshly thinking. They live a life of rebellion towards God. The very start of uh, living a life of atheism, which really and truly there is no such thing as an atheist. Because God has written his laws in every man's heart. The, the problem is, man just rejects God because they do not want him to interfere in their business. So they say that he does not exist. But the very start of living a life of atheism uh, and evolution is found in Romans 1.21. Let's go there. Romans 1.21. Verse 21 says, Because that when they knew God, see, they know God. Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Okay, so they know God, but yet they don't glorify Him as God, and they're not thankful towards God. Now, what this does is it leads to a life of homosexuality. Romans 1, 22. And let's, let's start in verse 22 and, uh, and we will keep going. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, into birds, into four-footed beasts, and creeping things, idols. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts, listen now, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator 
who is blessed forever. Amen. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile, wicked affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. Homosexuality is not natural. It's wickedness. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust, one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. And then verse 28, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient, not proper. Okay? So now, a person gets saved by believing on Christ, trusting His death, burial, and resurrection. They are sealed unto the day of redemption. And something happens. They're quickened. That Holy, or Holy Spirit, that spirit inside of them that was dead is made alive. It's regenerated. Okay, now go with me to uh, Colossians chapter 2, and we'll start in verse 8. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men. A lot of traditions of men in the church today. After the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. So the context is Christ. Um, verse 10. And ye are complete in him which is the head of all principality and power. So now a person, uh, their spirit, a saved person, their spirit is made alive. And so now they are complete. They're complete in Christ, in Him. See that? And then verse 11. In whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, in putting off the body of the sins of the flesh. By the circumcision of Christ. Okay, so there you see the, the circumcision made without hands. See, Israel had a physical circumcision. But the body of Christ has a spiritual circumcision. And what that is, is the Holy Spirit at the moment of salvation comes inside of that person. And he performs a spiritual surgery. And he cuts away the soul from the flesh. So that the soul does not suffer the same consequences as the flesh. The flesh is condemned to the ground. Alright, and now your soul is cut away 
and you are made free from sin. Now when you commit a sin, it is not you that's sinning. The new man inside of you cannot sin because it came from God. But what is sinning is your flesh. So, we should be walking after the Spirit and not the flesh. Amen? So, you say, well, I just, I just don't believe that, uh, that spiritual surgery. But, but look here. Um, in the, the second part of verse 11, in putting off, that means cutting it off. Putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Now verse 12. Here is that Holy Spirit baptism buried with Him in baptism wherein also ye are risen with Him through the faith of the operation of God who hath raised Him from the dead. So you have a spiritual circumcision and you have a spiritual baptism into Christ. Alright, look at uh, 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Verses 12 and 13. For as the body is one, and hath many members, and all the members of that one body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. The body of Christ is one. There's not many bodies of Christ. Okay, and then uh, verse 13. For by one Spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether it be Jews or Gentiles, whether it be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one Spirit. One body, one spirit. Amen? Now, there's some, some, uh, some brethren out there that, that um, you know, they do not believe in Holy Spirit baptism. Uh, they, they believe that every time that you see baptism or baptized uh, in the Bible, it's speaking of water. But that is not the case. In, in uh, verse 13 there that I read to you, you will not see one drop of water in that verse. It's a Holy Spirit baptism. It's spiritual. Okay? So now, so now you are Saved, you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, you trust His death, burial, and resurrection for your salvation, and you are quickened, you are made alive. Amen. Now, number two, in time past, we walked according to the course of this world, but now we are raised up together. Ephesians 2, verse 2 and 2, verse 6. That there, uh, let's see, 
uh, let me Ephesians 2 I'm sorry I was in Colossians Ephesians 2 verse 2 When a time passed, he walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. And then uh, verse 6, And hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So, let's distinguish really quick between earth and world okay look at Genesis 1 verse verses 9 and 10 Genesis chapter 1 verses 9 and 10 And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth. And the gathering together the waters called he seas, and God saw that it was good. So earth is the land or ground. All right, now, uh, for world, let's go to Psalms 9, verse 8. Psalms 9, verse 8. And he shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall... Minister judgment to the people in uprightness. So the world is this evil social system. It's the kingdoms of the earth. It's cities, towns, people. And this world, this world is wicked it's evil and an unsaved person is walking in the course of this world living a life of sin taking pleasure in it living a life with no purpose on their way to destruction for most their mindset is this Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. But look, look here at what is in the world. Go to 1 John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2 starting in verse 15 Love not the world neither the things that are in the world 
See, we are to not love the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. Now here is what's in the world. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. And then verse 17, And the world passeth away, and the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. And keep in mind that the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. Look at 1 Corinthians 3.19. 1 Corinthians 3.19 For the wisdom of this world is foolishness with God. For it is written, he, he taketh the wise in their own craftiness. You know, um, the, the world, what, uh, what the world does, uh, how they, they measure success for a person is like how high they go up the corporate ladder how much money they make how many possessions they have lust of the flesh lust of the eyes and the pride of life but now but now, we who are saved, we are raised up together with Christ. Spiritual resurrection, amen. And so now that we are saved, we should be should is the key word. Not everybody that is saved is going to be doing good works. You know, you still have that sinful flesh. When you get saved, that flesh is still there. It don't go away. And, and so you got to make a choice. You follow the flesh. You follow the spirit. Alright, so... Um... The saved are spiritually resurrected, as I have said, and should be living uh, in newness of life. Look at Romans 6, verse 4. Romans 6, verse 4. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death. Holy Spirit baptism. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father. Even so we also should walk in newness of life. Should. 
walk in newness of life. Now, also I, I'm going to show you something else that um, that happens to uh, a saved person. Go back to Ephesians. Ephesians chapter 2. Now, I remember listening to uh, a pastor preach years and years ago. And um, he said that he was talking to an elderly lady. And this elderly lady told him, said, Pastor, I just cannot wait to get to heaven. But look at verse 6 here in Ephesians chapter 2. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. What that means is that we are physically here on this earth. But spiritually, we are already in heaven, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. You see that word made, made us sit together? Made is past tense. It's already happened. Amen. Now, number three, and I, I need to do this really, really quick. Um, in time past, we walked according to the prince of the power of the air, but now we are made to sit together in heavenly places. I already, I already preached on that, so I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to go there. Um, but, but just remember that um, there is spiritual and there is physical a lot of times we want to only see the physical things and so it blocks us from seeing spiritual things and when you read and study the Bible you have to uh, believe what you read. And not try to make it something that it's not. Alright. And that verse 6 there. And hath raised us up together. And made us sit together. In heavenly places. In Christ Jesus. God's not going to lie. So we have to separate. We have to separate physical, spiritual. Okay? Alright. So, I will... Um, I'll go ahead and, uh, and I will stop right there. And uh, I just want to um, say thank you for 
uh, being with me this afternoon. Uh, thank you so very much uh, for your prayers for me and uh, my family, for the ministry that he has uh, entrusted us with. And, and, uh, and I ask that uh, you please pray for uh, Bible Faith Baptist Church uh, in Cuenca, Batangas, Philippines. Uh, that uh, they will continue to grow in grace and and that uh, they will be a blessing to to others amen and they will reach the lost with the gospel of the grace of God amen all right so until next time God bless you then he'll call us home to heaven his table will set down Christ will gird himself and serve us with sweet manna all